Hi everybody, welcome back once again to another episode of Bandwidth and Banter. Uh, episode number 33 today. Fantastic, what, a, what an awesome number. Uh, it's a very good number. We're, we're supposed to get all official and start introducing ourselves. Star Kitty reminded us that we haven't been doing that. So here we go. Hi guys, welcome to Bandwidth and Banter. I'm Stormy D and uh, uh, right over there is my co-host and co-founder. Please introduce yourself, m'lady. I'm Drew at IRL. <laughs> and she's, she's got the peace dance today. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really excited. That's all I could say. Me too. <laughs> Me too. We, we, we have a, a very special guest today. Uh, before we jump to that, uh, man, last week was amazing. Uh, the Tommy Cox. Wow. Yes. Um, good, good friend of, of uh, Edge 200. Who was also on the show previously just uh, both of them are just amazingly warm people and the fact that they mm -hmm. they stream for uh uh charities there's just they're the kind of warm souls that make the world a better place and yes. twitch as well so yes um so good his, his, his you. youtube channel mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And or you his youtube video came up today it did Ten, uh the tommy cox's youtube video dropped today Right, 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 right. We sent that to him. Thank you. Yeah, the his his yeah. For, for folks who missed it, go check it out. Uh, and uh, uh, so Today. today's episode, my goodness, uh, Druid, you're always finding these amazing folks. And this one, you're you're reaching deep into the till, back into your past. We get to look back into not just your own past, but extirpate fates as well. Um, so tell us, tell us about who we have today. So Teddy is one of my IRL friends mm -hmm. and I've said this before and I'll say this again. He's the reason why we started streaming. If it wasn't for Teddy, like we would not be here. I would not have met all of you. I owe him and like, I just, he is such a good person. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited just to be like, look at this good person I know. Mm -hmm. Like. Well, I'm, I, I'm so thankful. I'm I'm thankful too. Uh, I'm thankful to him that he brought you and fate to us, and I'm grateful to him that he's coming on the show today. Because in the 20 minutes I've got to know him, I see why you guys love him so much. He's just uh, a, a warm, bright, intelligent man and uh, mm -hmm. uh, a great streamer. So, yep. without further ado, let's let's have him on. Hello, everybody. Say hello to Soc Teddy. You guys are giving me way too much credit right now. <laughs> I don't know. Not even enough credit. Not even enough. Just no. saying. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm SOC Teddy. I go by Teddy. Uh, I've been streaming on Twitch since 2020, like a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Wonder why. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And right now I play a lot of Tarkov, and I stream as a hobby, and for work I fly planes sometimes. So that's a little bit Which about me. Oh, so cool. Right on. That is that is a great intro. Still wanna get fate in a plane. <laughs> oh yeah. I would totally that'll love a, that. I love flying. I love flying. I've always <laughs> wanted to wanted to to learn how to fly, but um, uh, we're obviously it's in opposite sides of the, uh, parts of the country, so that's <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, you know, the great thing about planes is they move quick. That's, that's a good true. point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, uh, Teddy, thank you for that great intro of yourself. Uh, folks, be sure uh, to, we're going to drop links for him later, 
for you all to to follow and support send them all the biddies and subs and, and help prop up our friends so uh let's jump right into the questions though and i'm lucky i get the first one today uh so teddy please share whoa look at that look at that was it we had yeah. a, a random uh, extra rang guest the, rang the a... doorbell worst timing sorry uh, we didn't actually hear the doorbell we just saw your doge run away yeah she's uh, off so, Teddy, please share a boring fact about yourself. Um, a boring fact. Mm -hmm. um, um, okay. Uh, when I was, uh, is this boring? I don't know. When I was like 13 years old, I learned how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Let's go with that. That's it. It's cool. That's kind of boring. No, that's good. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> Boy, he's boring all the time. Jesse, how dare you? <laughs> <clears throat> all right. I know this is going to be a long answer, and I'm excited for it. Okay. Um, how did you pick your Twitch name, and what was the inspiration? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a long answer. Okay. So um, let's back up a little bit well before streaming. Um, I started playing Airsoft, which is something you might see on the screen here. The things you see in the background, Airsoft guns. I started playing Airsoft in 2014, 2015, something like that. Um, mm -hmm. I started going a lot. Started meeting people, making friends. Uh, made a group. Uh, named it SOC Airsoft. Um, and it turned into, I don't even know what to call it, a, a kind of a large community of it, Topped out around 80 people at one point, I think, wow. of uh, just airsofters hanging out and having fun. Um, started making content, Instagram, you know, YouTube videos, TikToks eventually. Um, and my nickname or call sign was Teddy, uh, is Teddy, was because I bought a, a tactical teddy bear and put it on the back of my plate carrier for fun. <laughs> Um, because I thought it'd be funny because, you know, I wanted to meme a little bit. I didn't take it too seriously. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Um, fun fact, the teddy bear was actually made by, um, uh, veterans and they kind of gave them a job. And so their job was to make some tactical teddy bears anyway. So I had that on my back and I remember one day I was playing some zombie game somewhere and we're surrounded by zombies and someone's trying to get my attention. They don't know my name. So I go, Hey, Teddy, because I had a teddy bear on my back. And so it just kind of went from there. Uh, fast forward, uh, to streaming, um, I needed a username and originally it was SOC Airsoft, but mm. that's not really me. That's a group of people. So right. I changed it to SOC Teddy. Yeah. That is brilliant. What is, does the SOC stand for something? Great question. <laughs> I get that question all the time. Uh -huh. um, so I just needed a name for a, a group on Facebook is really how it started. And I looked at my first Second? Second airsoft gun. Mm -hmm. And it said SOC on it, and it was Special Operations Command. I was like, yeah, sure, that'll do. That was it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Acronym, name, airsoft. Done. Let's go. Sometimes Perfect. the coolest names it. just fall in place all by themselves. <laughs> yeah, just purely out of laziness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it got there. It works. It has it a works. ring to it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. It worked. Um, um, that's how I got the name. Right on. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Moving, uh, switching gears a little bit to a different topic. Mm. Um, 
What D&D character class do you consider yourself to be in real life? Um, in real life, mm -hmm. probably, um, I don't know, maybe a rogue. It's usually, I, played, I usually played rogues in uh, World of Warcraft and things when I played World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, just because I myself uh, see myself as a smaller person. I'm like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, 150 pounds, so I'm mm -hmm. smaller. Um, so I probably went, you know, usually picked rogues. However, that we were just talking about this. Um, I recently started playing D and D for the first time, like a month and a half ago, maybe. And, um, Welcome. my character is a gnome, but a barbarian, a very loud, angry little man who is also racist. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> that's hilarious. So that good. is, that is epic. <laughs> A lot of excuses to just ruin the game, basically. Mm. You know, as, are you, is everybody having fun? Yeah, everybody's having a great time. Yeah, it's just that's... Um, me and three other friends, one is a DM, and there's three of us in the party, and we're just having a good time. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so what did inspire you to create the SOC Airsoft community? Like, what was, like... Um, well, so when I made that, I was out of high school in college and had a lot of free time and was also feeling very creative, wanted to do things, make stuff, mm -hmm. um, and just have some fun. Um, so regularly going to the local airsoft field, I'd see people there. I'd be going there every Saturday at least, at least mm -hmm. once a week. And so I'd see the same people there every week. Um, and so I was just, we kind of started forming a friendship there and, it started growing in numbers. I was like, okay, well, let's get a little organized. Uh, and this is when people actually used Facebook, like unironically. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so I made a Facebook group and started throwing everybody in it. And then it kept growing. And I was like, okay, well, why don't we make this a little even more organized? Because there was also some other teams there that had like uniforms and stuff. Mm -hmm. We never really did that, but we did consider ourselves like more of a community, not as much as a team. Mm -hmm. um, so I even made like little cards and stuff. And cause whenever I'd meet somebody on the field who I thought played, uh, with a lot of integrity and, uh, respectfully, and we're just there having fun. Mm -hmm. Um, then I introduced myself, hang out with them for a little bit and said, Hey, I just have this group thing if you want to join. And it grew to 80 people nice. at one point, like I said, um, about there. And, um, and then it's just snowballed. It turned into um you know one of them wanted me to make an instagram for the airsoft community and i was like eh, i don't know i don't really want to and then he made one for me and i was and then gave me the account name and uh password and i was like all right fine i'll do it and i started getting into photography and so i'd go out there on the field shooting photos and stuff and it that grew to thirty thousand followers and then did a youtube and made some videos and started throwing stuff on TikTok in 20 or 2019 or so. And that grew to like half a million followers and it just kind of snowballed and kept going. And you know, that's kind of how it started and where it went. Nice. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, my favorite, my whole, uh, the favorite part of it was just meeting everybody, you know, just meeting so many different people and, I mean, that's why I'm sitting here and why yeah. mm -hmm. Druid is here technically. Um, so just because I was playing airsoft. So, yeah. um, you know, it was great. Love it. Right it was on. A great time. I, you kind of uh, partially answered my next question, which is uh, what do you miss most about airsoft? And do you ever see yourself returning to it? 
yeah, what I, as you can tell, what I missed most was hanging out with everybody and, right. you know, organizing things. I kind of liked the, the work involved with it. It wasn't really work, um, but I liked yeah, feeling like I was doing something and building something. Um, that creativity um, was a lot of fun and just having the freedom to just kind of make stuff and do whatever I felt like doing in that space was, uh, was a good time. Um, and obviously hanging out with everybody, all the friends that I made, um, God, um, that, that was, you know, the best is cause even if I didn't, um, make friends who were like long-term friends for the rest of my life kind of thing, even if they were just kind of like friendly acquaintances, like these are people that I'd see multiple times a year at the same event and be like, Hey, I know your face and you know, <laughs> how are you? And recognize them. And then we'd all go out to eat afterward and it was just a super friendly environment. And, wow. Um, yeah, that's definitely what I miss most. Do I see myself returning? No, I don't. Um, I'm at the point where um, Airsoft itself, the game, has run its course for me. I've played it for six, seven years. Uh, I got really into it. I um, got, you know, invested in the community and the business side of it and, you know, met a lot of... Um, you know, both like players and um, like the corporate side of people, you know, the manufacturers and stuff. And so I just kind of knew the entire industry in and out. And I was like, yeah, okay, I get <laughs> it. I'm good. You know, I, it's not, it's not going to be a career. Um, mm -hmm. Playing itself was fun, especially with friends, but I, you know, playing at big public games was, you know, it was fine. I've done it hundreds of times at that point. So mm -hmm. I don't see myself returning to it. I miss the social aspect, but that's kind of what, this has turned into for me instead. Right. I started yeah. streaming in 2020 when COVID happened. Mm -hmm. um, and it was because we all had the, all this free time and I always kind of wanted to. And so I said, screw it. And let's give it a go. And, uh, you know, threw the stuff up on socials through the SOCR office said, hey, I'm streaming on Twitch. And, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of went from there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what has been the biggest life lesson that you have learned from airsoft, from the airsofting community that you've taken into your real life. Oh, that's a that's a tough question. Jeez. Yes, it is. Give me just a few seconds to answer that. Mm -hmm. A life lesson that I learned through like the airsoft experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um. Wow. I mean, I learned a lot. There's a lot of different things to learn. It wasn't just a single thing. It was. I learned um, marketing. I learned networking. I learned mm -hmm. how to, um, you know, try to build good relationships with people, mm -hmm. um, both professionally and authentically. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maintaining friendships and things like that. Um, how to, and how to build upon your own creativity and how ideas can turn into different things. Um, all of those things is you know, stuff that I learned through Airsoft and, you know, through all those experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense there, you know, when you do something for so long and you do it successfully, there's going to be lots of things that you're going to learn from it that will, uh, enrich other parts of your life. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, switching gears a little bit here, brother, uh, please tell us about your doge and, and uh, oh. does, does he or she ever make an appearance on stream other than his tail running away? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> well, good timing. She just walked back in. She, uh, she. This, this is Maple. Maple? Um, here, let me see if I can show you. Mm -hmm. Here's Maple. 
Um, she is a, I call her a red shepherd mix. She, cause she's kind of red. Um, she is a shepherd, but I don't know what she's mixed with. Um, <laughs> we got her just over a year ago and she was about just under a year old when we got her, we got mm-hmm. her from the shelter. She was the quiet puppy that, uh, um, didn't want to talk to anybody or didn't want to see anybody at the shelter. We'd go visit her and she'd go to the other side of the kennel and then mm-hmm. walk around to the other side and she'd back to the other side. She just, she'd stay away, but she'd stare at you the entire time. Mm-hmm. and we thought she was kind of cute so we're like all right well let's meet her let's take her out to the meeting area mm-hmm. she wanted nothing to do with us she just ignored us entirely walked around to the border didn't want to hang out with us but she was calm you know not a crazy <laughs> I see shauna in chat throwing maple emotes up mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, um and uh <laughs> and i was a little concerned i was like i you know i I don't know how she'll be because it's kind of it was a really hard read to get a read on her personality. But mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend Autumn, she was like, "Nope, we're we're she's she's ours. She's we're we're getting her." I was like, "All right, fine." And um, it took a little bit, a couple months, two two three months until she really kind of settled in. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's about two years old now, and she looks calm right now. She's not. She's whenever we're actually moving around at home, she attacks me. She just jumps at me and attacks me and we wrestle. And she's a maniac, mm-hmm. and Aww. it's great. It's great having her around. Yeah. <laughs> Thank oh. you for, for sharing make everything... that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She's so sweet. Oh. So <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, I know you kind of already answered this, but if you want to elaborate on what drew you to Twitch, why Twitch? Um. Well, at the time, there was no other alternative, really. Uh, I mean, who's going to go stream on Facebook? <laughs> so um, it was Twitch. Um, and I've always been into gaming, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a lot of us have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had already built up this Airsoft thing. I had already kind of some viewers, some people that you know would watch the things that I put out. Um, and I'd always wanted to kind of try streaming and just getting into it because it it's another way of just kind of being social, hanging out with people, having fun, and then you're also playing a game. Um, so it's like all levels of entertainment of, you know, people that don't want to talk can sit and watch a thing, and then everyone that also wants to be a psycho can be crazy and chat and make all the noise with all the sounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had tried playing with it before, um, like 2019. Um, I've got some ancient clips with no webcam, as a lot of us do, right, when we're all trying it out and playing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was fine. And then when COVID happened, it was just like, now I can do whatever I want. I've got mm-hmm. months and I can do anything I want. I'm going to play video games. And so I set up the stream. I don't know if you guys remember what you were doing, at least uh, here in, when we were in California and everything shut down, there was like a day. It was like, it's shutting down the, today. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got the notice that um, today was like the last day of like being outside and then the next day was everything shut down. I was staying with at uh, my girlfriend's house with her parents. And I was like, I got to go home and get my computer. So I ran home, I got all my stuff. And then I came back, set up my stuff. And then I think the next day I was streaming on Twitch. Wow. Um, and that it worked out really well because it was a spot for people to come mm-hmm. and because nobody knew what to do. And there was no way of interacting with people. And um, it just, turned into what it is of just a spot for people to all the, all my friends basically to come and hang out. And now we've made new friends um, through Twitch and you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing as all the airsoft stuff. It's just kind of virtual now and a little different, but it's the same effect. Hmm. 
Right on. Yep. So, uh, uh, what did family and friends think when you told them that you were planning on streaming? Either they didn't get it, or they were like, oh, okay, cool. That was it. They're, you know, because it was 2020, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to drink Guinness and stream on Twitch all day. And they're like, okay, great. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> um there there's nowhere there's no room to judge yeah um you know nobody could judge you for doing anything at that time in march of 2020 mm -hmm. that is um, true yeah you know it was mobile order bevmo and play video games and honestly i really enjoyed that year it was a great time <laughs> um but um uh yeah no family and friends either didn't really get it or they were like oh okay i kind of understand that's cool that you're doing something and and then once I became affiliate and, you know, friends and new viewers were like, oh, but bits and subs and sounds and hype trains. And then the, my family was, oh, you can actually make money during COVID. Wow. Great job. Well done. And I was like, thanks. You know, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah. So people were either fairly neutral or, you know, at least somewhat positive. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's good. That's an inspiration. It it lets other people know that you know they can give it a shot. It, sometimes for some folks they, they don't have that good good of an experience when they get started. You know they they don't have people in their life that supports them. But uh, um, right, and you know, um, play on off the, off of that idea. That there are definitely people that have a very negative experience on Twitch, especially when they're getting started. They don't really have that community. Right. So I was fortunate enough to have already kind of been in the internet space you know mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i was online i already had the core backup friend group and the fans mm -hmm. um to support with what i was doing and then any trolls that came in it was just like get out of here see you later right um but a lot of people one they don't have that initial support group two they're maybe going to get a little bit more trolls because they're a tiny little streamer mm. um and they're going to be super nervous and self-conscious about streaming um, because they've never done it before. They're online for the first time. They're in front of a camera, maybe. And, you know, when someone comes in and starts giving them a hard time, they don't know how to handle that. And mm -hmm. so it could be really hard for some people to get started, for sure. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What struggles did you deal with when you first started streaming? Um, so... When I first started streaming, I wouldn't say there was a whole lot of the, okay technical struggles. Technically, was sure. the main problem of just getting my video and audio synced up was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, but uh, aside from the obvious surface level stuff, um, honestly, I didn't have too many struggles initially. Any struggles that I had with streaming were all internal mm -hmm. with me, mm -hmm. and so it be turned from this is a fun thing to do, and I'm doing this every day. I'm doing this like five days a week. Um, and it was good. Um, and then it turned into once the newness kind of went away, once it was like six months later, uh, and we started getting towards October and stuff. Um, then I kind of got a little bit more affected by streaming and it was, okay, how many viewers are we averaging right now? Uh, you know, how th that was the, actually the only number I cared about. I didn't care about subs. I didn't care about bits. I was just like, are people coming and showing up and having fun. And once we kind of plateaued, um, then that I started to, that started to affect me. It's not that I was upset at anybody. It was like, man, I must not be doing a very good job. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so that affected me. And then I was just, I don't know what to do about this and how do I improve? And I tried to improve and it's not working and you know, it spirals. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's still, it's now late 2020. And the only thing I've been working on is Twitch because I, uh, at that point, I hadn't gone to flight school yet. I was waiting for COVID to kind of calm down a little bit. Plus, it was now winter time. I was like, I don't want to learn to fly in the winter. Yeah. Um, 
So it, Twitch was like the only thing that I was doing and working on. And so every day I'd turn it on. I was like, first five minutes, all right, how many people are here? I was like, oh shit, we've, we're in the single digits. That's not good. Um, that kind of thing. And that hit hard. Um, and after, I think it was a good thing for me when I went to flight school, because on that last stream, the last stream, I basically said, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to do this anymore. I'll do it when I can, but all my energy is going to this other thing now. And I think that was really healthy of taking a step back of, I tried, I did the best I could. I tried to turn this into a career. Didn't work out. I'm going over here. Um, and that was the best thing I could have done. Um, and now today, I don't give a shit. Like how many viewers <laughs> I got. I don't give a fuck. Um, I yep. turn that thing on and we've got six viewers and I don't really care because I'm having fun. I'm playing my game. Right. And mm -hmm. um, I've just been doing it more regularly and now the numbers come back up because I'm doing it regularly and having more fun. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I was most adversely affected by streaming on Twitch. Gotcha. Um, mm -hmm. Makes sense. And I think I'm sure a lot of people could probably resonate at least with some of that at some point. Yeah. Of, you know, just trying to be successful and trying to do the best you can, you know. Well, on that topic, this is a perfect segue to my next question, which is uh, what tips can you share with future streamers? Don't care as much. Um, <laughs> few, um, so for those that want to get started with Twitch, I think a lot of people, they want to do the best job they can. They want to be successful. Right. Um, that leads to over planning and underdoing. Mm -hmm. uh, and that happens with a lot of different aspects. It's not just Twitch. It's literally anything that you want to do. It's, right. you know, you want to learn how to speak a new language. You want to learn this new skill. You want to make this career change. Um, it's okay. I'm going to plan it out and I'm going to do a good job. And all this planning you're doing feels like you're doing work, but you're not actually doing the thing that you're trying to do. Right. You're planning on doing the thing that you're trying to do. Yeah. Right. Do a little research. That's fine. Figure out the basics, but then fucking do it. Yeah. Like just f try. Um, <laughs> the shy exactly. <little> thing. <laughs> yes. Um, and when you do try, do not be afraid of failure because right. that's the only way that you're going to get better. Right. Indeed. Um, it's, it's, any skill that you've learned in your life, um, pick one, learning how to ride a bike is the most basic one, right? right? Any other skill that you've learned, you're like, you start it and you're like, wow, I suck at this. I'm no good. And then like, do you think any, do you think anybody was really good at it when they first started? Like, no, you have to figure it out. Yep. And you got to play with it. And so if you're not, the, the key is, in my opinion, is to enjoy it yes. uh, when you're getting started um, and just have fun. If you can have one friend, maybe two in chat that can be there, kind of encourage you and at least give you some sort of interaction while you're doing your thing, you're set. You're fine. Because then you're working on your presentation skills. You're working on talking into a mic and looking at the camera and narrating your gameplay and talking about what's going on and what's going to happen and how you feel and you know what i mean just talk 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 because right. that's how it works um so just starting getting started not worrying too much which is easier said than done mm -hmm. um and just practicing your own craft and figuring yourself out because you don't know what kind of presenter or streamer or whatever you want to be when you get started yep. it just kind of develops right like 
like Druid when she got started, you know, she was just turning the game on and talking, right? right. And yeah. now she's got an entire community behind her and she's got all these sounds and all these effects mm-hmm. and this core community and this certain specific vibe when you go to the stream. And that mm-hmm. wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to do this. And she did it. It's you Came figure it out over time and you have to develop that. Yep. Right. Um, and so give it time. Try and enjoy it. Don't worry so much. That's that's all I can say. Great advice. Very zen. <laughs> Easier said than done. It's easy to get in your own head. But, yeah. you know, yeah. as long as you can keep that in the back of your mind, it'll, hopefully it's helpful. Clap. <laughs> Got you, Shauna. Um, <laughs> what do you enjoy most about streaming? What is the highlight? What is your favorite? <sighs> It's the community stuff, as I've kind of already insinuated. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the community stuff. It's if I had like a hundred viewers, but I didn't know who any of them were. It's like that'd be all right, but I like having Shauna and Sandman and Sandwich mm-hmm. uh, hop into my chat and troll and do these sounds and make dirty jokes and mm-hmm. you know all the things uh, every day because that's what's fun. Uh, mm-hmm. The game is fun. Like I like playing the game, but I could—I don't need to stream to play the game. I stream to interact with friends and and the viewers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the social aspect. It's base essentially. It's the only way I actually stay connected to people on the internet today. Right. I don't post on Instagram anymore. I don't post on TikTok anymore. I don't post on YouTube. I don't post on Facebook. I don't do any of it anymore. The only thing I do nowadays is stream on Twitch and I don't even focus on growing the Twitch. I just come back to Twitch for the same people that keep showing up. Right. It's the only reason I stream. If people stop showing up, I would probably stop streaming on Twitch. Hmm. Fair enough. I guess you're stuck with Twitch. Again, back to that. There's like, great... I think these three are yep. like, absolutely not. They'll never let you stop. Yep, they will. They <laughs> no, they keep showing up. So, you know, as long as they keep showing up. Yeah. It's all about about that zen and that love. I appreciate that. That that's exactly yeah. the right kind of attitude we got to have in life. Um, so here's here's a here's a combo question for you. I think you're gonna like. Uh, how is building a Twitch community different from building an airsoft community? Mm, um, airsoft is easier. <laughs> airsoft is so much easier. Because um, uh, I could show up to the field be there twice a week, mm-hmm. see familiar faces, you know, wear my logo on my shirt, shoot some videos, um, and just naturally make friends as you, anyone else would, right? Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. the same people over there. Hey, how you doing? Oh, good. Okay, great. See them next week. Hey, good to see you. You know, hey, you want to run this one? Yeah, let's go. That kind of thing. And then it just develops, right? That's not Twitch, right? That Airsoft was real life where you just kind of make friends and then build this community up. Um, and go to events and physically look at people in their eyes and shake their hands and build relationships, right? It was very much real life, businessy, networking kind of stuff. Twitch is purely raw online content creation mm-hmm. where you don't get to really know the person, the individual very well. Um, you get to know the usernames and the people that behind them. Um, but it's entirely different. And then if you want to even consider building your Twitch, that means, well, now I have to know how to edit videos and make videos and, oh, I got to learn how to write scripts and, um, all all this other stuff, because that's the only way to actually properly build a Twitch channel. There's other ways, but if you really just want your channel to grow, you have to make other stuff. 
because as we all know, growing on Twitch, like you can turn the stream on and sit there and play a game for six hours, but doesn't mean people are going to show up. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, building a community in Airsoft is just really just a glorified way of making friends. Whereas building a community on Twitch is proving to people that you are who you say you are and just trying to be authentic as, as authentic as you can through a mic and a camera and mm -hmm. yeah. trying to provide these people entertainment while they're sitting there scrolling TikTok and have YouTube and 30 other Twitch streams. Right. So, you know, you have your core, you, you know who your core audience is, you know, who you're like, you know, your hardcore, you know, people are who your mm -hmm. friends are on Twitch. Yep. And then, uh, and then there's everybody else that shows up once in a while and you really appreciate them too, but it's just not the same. You know, it's entirely yeah. different. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Heck you, Banana Tom. <laughs> um. Oh, man. <laughs> now, now I'm curious, but you, no, let's, let's move on. No, he said, he, he, I lost the game. That's oh, basically I, oh, it. Yep, That's yep. it. Mm -hmm. That is it. You know? I figured he would, but... <laughs> I, there was a phrase that Teddy said. That I was just like, I'm gonna see it in chat. Yep. And I did, and I'm like, you know what, BT? I thought it too. <laughs> yep. How long have you been playing video games for? And what it's is a... your first one you've ever played? I can actually answer both of those questions. I've been playing games since I was three and a half years old. Whoa. And my first game was probably. Um, the first game I remember playing, no, actually, that was before. Uh, one of the first games, oh, I don't remember which came first, actually, because I was like three and a half years old. Um, I'd have to say the first game would be uh, Lion King on the Sega Genesis. Uh -huh. um, if you haven't played that game, it's actually a good game. And then there was Aladdin as well, which was also very good. Mm -hmm. uh, all the Disney games on the Sega Genesis were very good games. Mm. Um, so that was some of the first stuff I played. I also remember this random MotoGP motorcycle game on a computer. And funny enough, I played um, one of the earliest games while, while I was like four years old was a flight combat simulator from Microsoft. Hmm. And here I am today. Here wow. you are. Here you are. Player plane. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, um, so yeah. what is your favorite game and least favorite game that you've played on stream? Uh, chat, I think chat's got this one. Uh, my favorite game and least favorite game are <laughs> probably the same game, which would be Tarkov. Um, <laughs> okay. No, Tarkov um, is my main game right now. It's been my main game for over a year at this point. Mm -hmm. um, for those that don't know the game, you know, you don't even know too much, but do be aware that it goes in like cycles, like wipes. And the previous wipe, the previous update was bad. And I did not like the game then. And I was very frustrated that I didn't like the game because I do like the game. Right. But the updates and the, the, just the stature of the game at the time was not, on. It was not enjoyable, which was very frustrating when I really just want the game I like back. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's a very frustrating feeling. And then I was kind of stuck in limbo for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so favorite game, I guess, is Tarkov, uh, even though it's a very frustrating game. Mm -hmm. uh, least favorite game is also Tarkov. But authentically, my least favorite game was probably one that I only played for a few minutes, I had to guess. Um, let's go with this. Um, 
Hateful Boyfriend was one of my least favorites. Uh, shout out to Wookiees and Cookies. He'll probably remember that. Do either of you know that game? Wait, say that one more time. Say it again. Hateful Boyfriend. Hate. Hateful. Hateful Boyfriend. Yes, boyfriend. Um, if Wookiees and Cookies is still in chat, he'd know it is a pigeon dating simulator game. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Pigeon? Yeah. Dating? P pigeons. You know, like those anime um, uh, dating, like, uh, yeah. you know, text games? Yeah. It's that, but they're all fucking pigeons. <laughs> I've heard everything now. I, uh, I did not know that a game like... <laughs> That existed that it exists there's a clip of me playing it it uh there's also an option to turn off pigeon mode and you could just make them into normal anime boys with like funky haircuts that kind of look like the pigeons that they were <laughs> and i was like all right well i played it for 15 minutes and even wookies was like all right you're good i was like okay he bought it for me and that was probably my least favorite game wow wow <laughs> I, I, if I was in your shoes, it would be my least favorite too. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I guarantee you, because you said pigeons, it's gonna end up in my Steam account at some point by someone. Because yep. I'd love to see you finish it, because I don't know what happens. I was like, I got to the intro, I met like most of the characters, and I was like, all right, well, I don't know how to read anyway, so let's just move on from here. I didn't want to play that game, so. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing uh-huh uh somebody said he also loves marbles but he won't admit it mm. um are either of you aware of marbles on stream mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. okay yeah so um during that 2020 year uh whenever i was in between things and i wanted to get good numbers on my stream and have people stick around we'd play marbles mm. uh, which for anyone that doesn't know it's literally you, if you're in chat, you type exclamation point play and you get a marble with your name on it and then they all roll down a track and you have no control over it and somebody wins, mm -hmm. usually. Um, and it was fun. It was a fun way to like listen to music, maybe watch a video and play marbles all at the same time and just kind of chat and BS with, you know, with chat. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't really like it anymore. I'm kind of bored now. So. <laughs> Uh, because now I don't care about the numbers, so it doesn't do it for me anymore. I was like, I, you know, I don't care if for sure. the people leave. I'm not going to play that game anymore. <laughs> so anyway. Honestly, it sounds like the perfect game for me. <laughs> it's a good thing to like hang out and just chill and, you know, have something to do in the background if you're just mostly chatting. It's great for that. And there's nothing wrong with the game. When I'm good. building cults, man. Building cults mm -hmm. takes time. Sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um... I'm going to completely switch gears now. Mm. What inspired you to start flying airplanes? Um, um, mainly, um, so this is something, it was a career that I looked at a long time ago, back in uh, 2014, 2013, basically when I started college. Mm -hmm. It was a career that I looked at. Um, and I was like, you know what? I think I'd like to do that more. And I looked up some super basic stuff and I was like, wow, a hundred grand to do this. Yeah. Fuck that. Anyway. So I continued with college and then I was most of the way through college and, um, uh, my girlfriend, autumn, we were driving up to my mom's house up in Oregon. It was like five hour drive and we're chatting and stuff. And we were talking about like my career, future career and stuff. Cause I'm going to school for marketing. And she's like, so she's like, what do you want to do when you're done? I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe find a marketing gig. Maybe I can like shoot photos or make videos or something with that. And she's like, you don't sound like very interested in that. I was like, yeah, it's going to be a job. She's like, well, why don't you like find something that you want to do? And um, 
she's like, remember that one time you talked about flying planes? I was like, yeah. She's like, what about that? I was like, it's just expensive. She's like, okay. Well, and she's like on her phone looking it up and she's like, well, I mean, here's flight schools and you get a loan apparently. And then you do all this and then eventually you're an airline pilot. And I was like, oh, okay. So I looked into it a little bit more. Um, one expensive ass loan later, hundred grand. Um, I went into, once I finished college, I wanted to finish, get the degree just in case. Yeah. Um, got the bachelor's in marketing and then I was like, all right, started the flight training. And, um, so the short answer, the TLDR is I didn't, uh, I figured I'd have a better view, uh, sitting in a plane than sitting in an office. Um, and I didn't want to stare at a computer all day. Right. Basically. That's great. That is awesome. That's yeah. inspirational. Fun. I love it. Thanks. Uh, it's fun. I, I'm not the, I'm not the average most common story of like, Oh, ever since I was a kid, I've wanted to fly planes and no, not really. Um, that wasn't me. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like, planes are cool. That would be fun. Like I didn't, I wasn't like just invigorated by flying planes though. But, um, I was like, wait, I could do this instead of sitting in an office and be, having a corporate job and probably get paid more. Sure. And, cool. um, yeah. So yeah, that's how it's love started. that. So what's your favorite thing about flying planes? Not sitting in an office. No, um, <laughs> no, I, I like what I, what, as of right now, as of for now, um, I'm basically lowest on the totem pole when it comes to pilots. I am a commercial pilot. Um, but I'm a flight instructor. And the reason I'm a flight instructor is because I don't have a lot of hours enough hours to be an airline pilot and to get those hours a lot of people will instruct it's like your first like pilot job um so with that said i think right now what i enjoy is i have incredible flexibility in my schedule um if i am too tired to work i say hey i'm too tired to work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's a safety issue um now with that saying with that said i don't really do that very much but i can if i need to and I also, um, with being an instructor, I have students and generally they schedule themselves. But if I have a day that I just want off, I just block my availability. So no, you can't schedule me this day. Hmm. I'm just going to have that day off. Right. If I do, I want to do that for five days. Sure. You know, um, whatever. Um, so I really like the flexibility. Um, I like being outside a little bit. It's, it's like the right amount of outside, um, yeah. where, you know, it's like you get to be outside, breathe fresh air, um, and then you get in the plane and you fly. And I mean, if you want to, you could open the window and at least in these planes. Um, but you know, you could still be comfortable. And so I like that, you know, I like spending some time outside as well. Um, and I also just like the, the, um, I don't know, the physical, physical aspect of, you know, flying a plane, um, especially now that I feel like I'm finally starting to actually get good at it, even though I have my CFI cert, I've got my double I cert, I've got my multi-engine cert, I've got all these certs that say I'm you know, a certificated pilot, but, um, you know, with the hours that I'm at now, I'm starting to feel like, okay, I'm feeling confident and enjoying it a little bit more, mm -hmm. which is, uh, which is a good feeling. Hmm, that's yeah. awesome. Before we move on to the next question, I just want to acknowledge your girlfriend for, um, being the kind of supportive person that would, would want you to find something you enjoy doing instead of being stuck with something that you're not passionate about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're moving on to, let's see, what month is it? September? Uh, two months will be, uh, eight years together. Um, 
and uh, well, it's going to be longer than that at some point. So, uh, but yeah, she's uh, she's definitely been very supportive and very helpful. Right on. Yeah, right on. I, I appreciate her, her very much. Yeah. Eight years. Did I say eight months? Yeah. Some. Point. No, he said he said years. <laughs> yeah, but Sandman's just like, wow, eight months. <laughs> so eight me. months. Eight years. Eight years. Hmm. And at uh, some point, as in the near future, Sandman, now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what are those looks, Druid? Nothing. What is that look? I'm not trying to assume nothing. Um, what is the hardest thing about f learning to fly airplanes? <laughs> Next question. Um, the hardest thing uh to learn how to fly airplanes um landing generally is what people usually struggle with the most mm. i could see that um that's usually what people struggle with generally but some people pick that up really easily but they might struggle in other areas but i had to say most common is landing um especially the cessna 172 is it, it floats and it flies like a kite and it bounces all over the place it's you know but once yeah. you figure it out it's good yeah not hitting ground. <laughs> uh, you yeah. guys didn't by chance hear that, that doorbell and door knock. If you did, I apologize. <laughs> I heard the door knock, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't hear anything. Um, so what is, okay, it was switching gears with our last three uh, really fun, casual questions. Uh, what is the weirdest sleeping dream you have ever had? That you're willing uh, to share with the internet. <laughs> uh, I actually can't think. I don't dream very often. <laughs> I don't dream very often. Um, I I just had a dream uh, a couple days ago, but I don't remember it anymore. Uh, yeah, I. You don't I, have I, one I, you I remember from childhood I at mean, all. I mean, I I remember from childhood, but they were like the most memorable ones were like being able to jump super high but look out for the landing and then falling and then hitting the ground and waking up in a startle that kind of thing yeah um but i don't have any big sophisticated stories or anything i just remember like little moments unfortunately yeah well sometimes Stormy's a lucid dreamer yeah are you no yeah have I'm, you always I'm been a, that way i'm a hyper lucid dreamer she's the opposite she she never dreams um yeah so yeah yeah nice Has, uh, have you just always been that way I so I've always been a more of a vivid dreamer, but then in my twenties, mm. um, I studied a, a lot of interesting different things from you know philosophy and religion and science, and 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 one of my topics of study was uh, like dreamology and stuff, and so I practiced. Uh, you know, there are certain practices that you can do to help enhance your dreams and create uh, an, an environment for lucidity. And so um, there are some crazy, amazing things you can do in dreams uh, that, that would surprise you. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, I had a, I've got a friend of a friend, acquaintance, um, and he was practicing trying to lose a dream. And mm -hmm. his uh, technique was always um, when he'd wake up and he'd go to the mirror and he'd grab his ear and he'd just pull on it. And at some point, he would try and make that a habit. And then when he was in his dream, if he could pull his ear off, he would know that he's in a dream. 
And it happened for him once, apparently. He, like, was able to successfully pull his ear, drop the ear off, and he's like, oh, I'm dreaming. And then he, like, walks out of the room, and then he forgot he was dreaming. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right that on. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? That's a weird <laughs> it's idea. Such a wild, it is such a wild concept to me. It's so... Yeah, I usually just, you know, stop existing for a few hours and then come back to the world. I don't dream. <laughs> I just lay in bed for hours just hoping to fall asleep and then eventually sleep happens because I'm getting woken up in the morning like gotta deal with the bird. <laughs> <laughs> the bird. The bird. Um, if you could have any super power from a comic book superhero, what would it be and why, Teddy? Um, I think my answer used to be flying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> my answer used to be flying right at this point though it would um have to be some kind of teleportation mm. that'd be cool no commute go wherever i want right you know literally live in like the cheapest place ever yeah and then just you know go wherever you want you're like oh now i'm at work and oh now i want to go here yeah make life very easy that would be so cool. Oh, that'd be very frustrating to also be flying an airplane and be like, man, I could be there so much quicker if I didn't have to bring all these people. <laughs> you know, so that would be really frustrating. Yeah. What a point! Yep. That's, That's a great so point. Funny. I, I approve of this superpower. This is wonderful. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So oh, I get the, the last question before we uh, share a bit more about you and then open up the, the floor to a Q&A for about 20 minutes. Uh, and this is the most serious question that we've had so far. Uh, SOC Teddy, please share with us cherry pie or apple pie? Apple pie. Okay. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the chairs usually just not. Well, I, so with the apples, you can get a little bit more uh, of a, kind of a mushy kind of vibe to it, where the cherries are just like there and round. You got to try to poke them with a the fork, and then the flavor is just a little too strong. Whereas apple pie, you can kind of subdue that flavor a little bit. Maybe throw a little caramel on top and you're done. Mm, mm. There we yeah. go. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful answer. <laughs> All the answers are always great, right? <laughs> All the answers are always great. I always, I approve. Um, all right, guys. So now's the time, chat. Now yes. is the time. So uh, did you, if you already... have any questions? Sorry, I mean interrupt you there. I already posted it in chat. That was going to ask. That was my question. <laughs> I, I always post it as you're asking the last question. See, look at you. Look at you. She's always on the ball. I can always trust her. It's amazing. I'll post it another time. But anyways, guys, if you guys have any questions for Teddy, now is the time to ask. Yes. Um, please. This, this is also a time you know, if you have any questions for us or your own audience, feel free to throw anything out there. And this is just a free for all now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> free for all. Battle Royale. <laughs> Battle Royale. Yeah. There we go. Druid, my favorite thing about your setup is that when you get really loud, your mic just clips and you just can't hear any of the loud noises. Yes. <laughs> and it is it is for everybody's safety. <laughs> um, because imagine, imagine if you could hear the volume. It would be awful. It is the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> So, um, uh, looks like we have, have our first question from chat. Uh, Shauna asks, if you could only wear one color for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
there's not really a great option here. If it's only one color, like shirt and pants got to be the same color. Mm-hmm. Um, probably black. Mm. It's probably got to be black if it's only same. one color. Same. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's 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 a, <laughs> that's a good solid. I mean, safe do you want to be the blue guy walking around all the time? Like, you know, oh look, it's the fucking blue guy. Like, <laughs> <He's>, no. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. There's there's literally a song about, about the blue green guy. or yellow, like you know, black is the only kind of normal thing to wear if you're it's your only color you're gonna wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally me. Yeah. Um hold on. I saw it and it's gone. Yep. Sandman. I lost oh yes. I have a question, says Sandman. What are we going to when are we going to build a plane? And what kind of plane? when and what yeah build a plane yeah yeah uh when say man when you can pay for it and whenever (laughs) you want after that (laughs) with whatever's within your budget (laughs) are we talking about a a paper airplane (laughs) a paper airplane i could donate to that I was gonna say if, go. if if he want if I were if I were Sandman I'd be clever and like send you a, a one of those model airplanes to put together. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Legos. Yeah, I would do that. On, mm-hmm. That's a great idea for a stream too. Yeah, it I've is. never done one of those, so that's a good idea. We have some uh, Tommy Cox. Um, last week said that he there's like a redeem where people for people where they can just add he adds like a Lego to mm-hmm. the Lego set. Right. Oh, that's and cool. slowly builds it, and I'm like that is. Heckin' clever. It is. It is I love that. So steal it. It uh, looks like Sandman has another question. Uh, what is your favorite bottle guy. of rum? Not worrying about price. Um. So Storm, you may not know. I think Druid knows. I have a redemption most of the time on my stream um, where people it says um, take a swig of pirate juice. I have a collection of rums here mm-hmm. on the floor. Pirate juice. Uh, and so when it's redeemed, I take a swig of rum, just straight. Um, so I've had a lot of different kind of rums. Um, I haven't had expensive rums because I got to just drink them. So like like a barbarian. So um, I usually get the cheap stuff. Um, I would have said St. Elmo's um, because it is an easy one to swig because it's got higher sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not such a punch in your face. Um, but I'd have to say a little bit more balanced one is just Kraken. Just mm. going with Kraken. Yeah. You know, because um, I don't know any super expensive rums. And honestly, if you're buying expensive rum, like, what are you doing? Like, uh, rum's not like the <clears throat> expensive thing to buy. You know, whiskey, maybe wine. Rum, like the sugary brown liquor? Well, no. <laughs> no. Hey, Druid, looks like Ghost has a question for all three of us. I like his question. Um, what is one game any of you found was completely overhyped and did not live up to its expectation? Oh. Let's start with Teddy. I want to hear this one. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about yeah. it. Um, right. If you're going to think about yeah. it. How if, you about guys, you? if you guys have an answer, go for it. All right. How about you, Druid? I have an answer right away if you guys are still thinking. Yeah, go for it. For me, the answer is Diablo 4. And I was one of the ones who hyped it. I played it on stream and I hyped the hell out of it. And then it just ended up being a disappointment to me. (laughs) Yeah, once the season hit. Once the season hit, yeah. I actually consider I was looking at it and I'm like, I need to free up space on my computer. And I'm like, ooh, I can I can get rid of Diablo 4 now, I think. And I was like, oh, 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 that's how I feel. (laughs) It was so much fun. 
it for yep. a while. Yep. I, I think we I'm had more fun during the beta than the. <laughs> and in the, I played the, the beta and I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that game did not really grab me like it did other people, and I'm very glad that I didn't get it. <laughs> Because it seemed to have died off. A All right, so I guess Jordan and I had the same answer. It's your turn, Teddy. Uh, what I'm actually doing right now is I'm pulling up my Steam library. Mm. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, yeah. Um, pretty much every single Call of Duty game after Modern Warfare 2019. Ah. Yeah, uh, is probably what I have to say. I'm just looking at my played games here and things that terribly disappointed me. Um, yeah, every single Call of Duty game after Modern Warfare 2019. Modern Warfare 2019 was great. It was, you know, kind of a, they brought it back a little bit. It was nice. And then they cashed out again and it was terrible. So Yeah, that's awful. That's a good answer. I, I want to add in here real quick the opposite uh, of, of the question that Ghost a asked. Literally, and that's... He, I now the opposite which game did any of you find <laughs> completely under the, same, the radar? The same wavelength. My? Yeah, I, I think... Baldur's Gate 3 is a perfect example of a game. I mean, I've always been a big fan of isometric turn-based combat style games, uh, but it, you know, because it had been in early access for so long, I had kind of forgotten about it on my radar. And then it came out and it was it's such a, a gem that I just, I'm, I fell all in love with that genre of, of game of all over again. I agree with you with Baldur's Gate, 100%. Uh -huh. But I actually have to say, everybody needs to experience Hell's Blade Senua's Sacrifice mm. by yourself alone in the dark. You have to experience it. Like, it is truly a phenomenal game. Then once you play it, watch all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and then it is so good. Hmm. It is so good. I can't, I cannot stop thinking about it. It's a very good game. How about you, Teddy? Um, Can you think of one that, that ended up being better than you expected? I, this is hard for me because I um, never get a game when it comes out because I don't trust developers yep. to make a good game. Uh, I usually wait, if it's a game that I really want, I usually will wait at least a couple weeks mm -hmm, for it mm -hmm. to come out. Kind of see, because there's always the initial like, wow, this game's a lot of fun, but give it a couple weeks, see how people are feeling in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and I only play Tarkov. So um, <laughs> I'm not the most diverse person to ask right now, because only, I only play one fucking game right now. Um, yeah, I don't have any. Uh, Underhyped. You know what game? Actually, I'm going to throw a little one out that probably people haven't heard of. Um, that I actually enjoyed when I got, I got sick like now a couple months ago or something. And I was have a steam deck and I wanted to play a little kind of casual game. Um, it's called, where are you? Um, I believe it's pronounced necessity. Um, and it's kind of a mixture of Stardew Valley and Terraria. Hmm. And it's, uh, I, I haven't, it's not gotten a lot of traction, but it's a, it's a cool little game and it was kind of fun. Oh. I definitely, Put more hours into it than I thought I would. It's kind of nice, and it's multiple. Oh. Right on. So. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shauna Sweets asks, if you had to name your stream over again, what would you change it to? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not terribly opposed to dropping the SOC, but. I'm pretty sure Teddy is taken. Hmm. Um, 
So I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a clue. I I have only gone with two gaming usernames in my life. Um, and the old one is like I made when I was like 12 and it's stupid. Um, and well, maybe it was th three. I don't remember. Anyway, I have no I don't have a clue. I feel like my own chat would be able to give me a better name than I would. Because, I mean, my original name was given to me anyway. So mm. mm -hmm. it is a hard, hard yep. question for sure. It's something you would need to think yeah. about. Uh, yeah. One of our uh, friends of the channel that we've actually had on Bandwidth and Bandit before, Mia Mao, asks, did you ever do anything in your teens that constituted a close brush with the after? <laughs> it's kind of a deep question. Um, it's a good question. Mm. Um, but I don't think there's really anything. Obviously, when I was a teen, I was up to no good uh, here and there because I grew up with friends in the neighborhood. Literally, like, there's one across the street there, there's one down the street there, there's one across the corner right there, there's another one right there. So we were out on the streets in the neighborhood every day, um, which is which I'm happy about because it's kind of rare nowadays to have that. Um, and, and even though we got up to no good, no, nothing almost killed me, if that's what you're asking. Uh, I didn't, I've never almost died when I was a teenager in general. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, no, no, there's really, uh, I almost got in trouble pretty good a couple times, but no, no, nothing super dangerous. I was, I mean, we're sitting here on Twitch because I played too many video games. Like, <laughs> I spent most of my childhood playing video games, you know. You know, when I was that young, I was playing either RuneScape or World of Warcraft, so. RuneScape! Mm -hmm. Yeah! I never played that one. RuneScape! RuneScape! Yeah. Um, to be fair, I'm probably in the most danger I've ever been in my life at this point in my life. You know? Like, riding my motorcycle to work and then getting in a small airplane. This is probably the most danger I've been in my in whole life at this point. So... Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> Shauna Sweets asks, when the approach procedure involves a procedure gurn, the turn. maximum, did I probably, turn, procedure turn, the maximum speed should not be greater than how many knots? Depends on your 180, category, 180, 200, or 250. <laughs> Uh, it depends on your category of aircraft, I believe. Uh, 180, 200, or 250. If you're doing a procedure turn, that means you're below 10,000 feet, which means speed limit is 250 at the most. But all of those are below 250. Yeah, it depends on the plane, I guess. I don't know. Because I can't. I wouldn't do a procedure turn at any of those turns, or any of those speeds. So. Mm. What, depends. what would you do it at, then? <laughs> um, probably 100, 110. Because I'm trying to haul ass. This is an interesting one from Shauna Sweets again. What is your favorite smell? Um, hmm. There's a couple that I like. Um, and they all kind of revolve around the same thing. Um, one would be... One of the first spring... This sounds super corny. One of the early, like, first spring days where it's, like, you know, in the 60s, maybe even 
dare I say, 70 degrees in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts to get sunny and a little warm and it just kind of smells different. It doesn't smell damp and just kind of muted as much mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. I like that because I'm not a huge fan of winter. I'm not a huge fan of rain. I like generally sunny weather, generally warm stuff. So, you know, when I finally step outside and kind of get the experience of that, you know, that makes me happy. Also, mm-hmm. uh, chlorine. I like to smell chlorine because it's like a pool. Whoa. And uh, that usually means fun. Interesting. Interesting. Love Great answer. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm the, I love winter and I love the rain. <laughs> I am the opposite. I like gray and depression. <laughs> Darkness. And waters. <laughs> you know, it's cozy and you can like You're cuddle right. up and, you know. No, like right Play now. Play video I'm, games. No, totally. I'm actually. We've had a couple days here where it's starting to get, well, cold. Not cold, but like maybe in the mornings or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, you know, it's starting to kind of calm down a little bit with it being September. And so I'm kind of enjoying that because I'm kind of done with the 90 to 100 degree days every day, baking hot desert. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Kind of, kind of jealous. Uh, it was 103 here yesterday and 106 today. <laughs> Ugh. Yep. Yeah. It was cold today. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a surprise. <laughs> uh, looks like Sandman had the next one there, Druid. Uh, uh, Another hard uh, one. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Hold on. Um, famous. Oh, Sandman asks, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Life? Twitch, career, et cetera. 10 years. Um, actually, 2023, 20, 20, 20, right now, 2033. Holy shit. <clears throat> Let me just say that. Um, 2033. Yeah. Um, probably a disgruntled airline pilot at that point. <laughs> um, you know, one of those grumpy old guys. Well, I'm not even going to be that old. How old am I going to be? Almost 40. That's actually going to be like kind of peak right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't be that disgruntled, but I'll be bored at that point. Um, but luckily I'll have enough days off and streaming on Twitch in 10 years. Is Twitch going to be around in 10 years? Let's be real. Not if we can make it stick around. Yep. Uh, I was going to, well, I'll, there'll always be, always be a streaming service. Yeah. But is it going to be Twitch? We don't know. We'll see. Married, yeah, I'll be married. I'll be married at that point. I can mm-hmm. confirm. <laughs> we can confirm that. So, uh, Shauna Sweets asks, money is no object. What bike are you buying? Mm. Um, I'd probably have two. Two motorcycles. She's talking about motorcycles. Right. I mm-hmm. um, I'd probably have two because there's not really one bike that can now do absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, <sighs> tough call, probably a BMW GS, like maybe 1200. Um, they're big, they're heavy, but they're good on the highway. They, they do everything except make you a coffee. They're comfy, you know, so it's good for doing miles and maybe a little bit off-roading. Um, and then maybe a, uh, I don't know, maybe a KLR 650, which is just for if anyone knows anything about motorcycles, they know that the KLR 650 is the um, how would you compare it to a car like uh, what car just never dies like a Corolla? 
maybe mm. like it's the it's the forever it doesn't die it won't die and it's mm -hmm. great for off-roading you can literally ride that thing to mars it doesn't it'll never give up on you awesome uh, it's got <laughs> love it's, that answer. It's, yeah, it's great. and it's not expensive either. it's fucking beautiful uh-huh honda honda <laughs> honda honda yeah hondas never die apparently no um, they don't they don't Star Kitty asks, how many flight hours do you have? Um, I actually just finished totaling it up. I don't usually count too much. I usually do it all cumulative. Uh, but I just finished counting, and I'm at like 830 at this point. So around 830. So only, uh, what's that, nine, um, 570 to go <laughs> or so, something like that. Right on. Okay. you'll get there uh yeah i'm assuming that when you're teaching and you're in the air with with the people that you're teaching that uh you you that also counts towards your total hour flight hours right oh yeah oh okay, yeah cool. absolutely um as soon as the master switch is turned on we're counting gotcha uh ghost reaper asks another question to all of us and that is when you're feeling the stresses of life what is your go-to genre or musical artist that you listen to to help unwind? Um, I'm a fan of lo-fi. I, I really like lo-fi music because it's almost like it's it's got so many sub-genres um, that have their own feelings as mm -hmm. well. But it's generally calm-er music that doesn't demand your attention, mm. um, which is why I like it. And so I might listen to that. Like, I'm not going to be listening to some fun, happy music to get my mood up. I'm more of going to have some background noise and then work through my own stuff. Mm, I got gotcha. you. I can, I can relate. I mean, I can, I can see it. I'm a little, I'm kind of different than that, but I can see it. How about you, mm. Druid? Okay. So listen, I like to listen. Disrespect your surroundings. <laughs> And I like metal, I like hard rock, mm -hmm. and then I also like to listen to a lot of those uh, Hell Young. If anybody knows Hell Young, mm -mm. um, I like those songs that make you want to, you know, throw on war paint and uh, hijack a ship. <laughs> I, oh, Viking metal, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I like. I like music that's not in English, and I want them to all make me want to go to war. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. That or is... that I am summoning, like, or or it's like like calmer, you know, whatever. Like, but it's just still like drums, like drum beats, and like I can feel the power of my ancestors, like kind of music. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, so I, I only walk, listen to music when I'm walking to work. Mm. Or if I am unwinding and I'm like just trying to big chill, like huh. it'll be not in English right and it will be that ridiculous going to war music. <laughs> I love sea shanties too. Okay. Oh, <laughs> look at that. We're moving to the UK. Sorry. Yeah. For Let's me, go, I guess BT. it's, uh, <clears throat> I actually, I like listening to music where, of course, you have to enjoy the, the tune itself. Uh, I like it to be upbeat and have a good, fast rhythm of some kind. 
but I also, when it has a really kind of a positive or kind of a deep message, that gets me fired up. Like uh, Kansas um, has, has some songs that get me fired up. Um, and, um, you know, just anything that has a really resonant message, as long as obviously the, the, the song sounds cool, too. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. Uh, All righty. Yeah. Oh, I think <laughs> I love you, Shauna. Sounds great. You're you're fabulous. Mm-hmm. You're such a fabulous person. I'm actually really quick, really quick. I am actually going to talk about Shauna really quick because Shauna has been around since like I like when I first like would pop into your chat and everything, and I remember mm-hmm. Shauna like. Just such a great person in chat, dude. She's mm-hmm. fun. She's witty. She's silly. Shout out to Shauna Sweets, guys. Yes. Shout out. She definitely solo carries the chat sometimes. It's uh, when she's in chat, I know that I'm good because she's going to be commenting on everything and making jokes and memeing it up. And uh, yeah, Shauna's definitely. Uh, one of my favorite people in chat. Absolutely. No, no, I have a big mouth. I never know when to stop talking. You're beautiful. You are wonderful. Shout out to Shauna. Yes. It looks like she has one more question. Did you see that one? Yes, I did. That's why I had to do a little shout out to Shauna. Ah. Um, if you could remove any color from the world, what would it be and why? That sounds I love these questions um, from Sean. I have to say, these are great. <laughs> uh, um, hold on, I gotta make sure I'm talking about the right color. You're gonna go into a color thing, yes. <laughs> no, not that one. Um, I feel like Sandman always had a color, some stupid ass color that he would recommend because people can change my lights. Jesse would, uh, Wookiees and Cookies would do the same thing. He'd be like, oh, Periwinkle or some other something else. He'd Google uh, one of those colors, one of the stupid ones that Wookiees always recommends. <laughs> Poor Wookiees. That's great, though. <laughs> Char, that one. Char, Char, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Chartreuse? I don't want that color. Chartreuse. What? That's funny. Char, what color is that? Ugh, yeah, it's like an ugly vomit yellow. Who wants that? <laughs> Like, yeah, let's get rid of that one. <laughs> uh, oh, my Star Kitty asked a great question that I actually I, I want to direct to all of us. And that is, um, if you could add a word to the dictionary, what would you add and what would it mean? I want Druid to answer this one first. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you got one, like, locked and loaded, ready to go. <laughs> I do, but I actually don't know if I want to say it on bandwidth advancer because I brought it up earlier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I we know what she's talking about. Mm, um, mm. I say it. I cannot say it, say it on bandwidth advancer. Just, just, Sorry, guys. Just say it. Just say it. It's okay. Um, thwunt. <laughs> Someone would like this. It is a combo of twat and the see you next Tuesday. 
T H U. I'll spell it for you. Thunt. There we go. Thunt. Well, however you want to pronounce it. That one. New favorite word. It's funny. Um, that literally was the first thing when when I read it in chat. First thing I thought, and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> You uh, you want the next one, Teddy, or shall I? Uh, go for it. Go for it. For me, the word would be uh, schwieger. <laughs> it's it's a word that Star Kitty accidentally made up one day when she was trying to call me sweetie and or sugar at the same time. She mixed the two words together, and so now we have our our own pet name for each other, and it's schwieger. <laughs> it's great. I love how mine's just like a perfect insult. Yours is endearing compliment from my my lovely wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Hetty? I don't know if I've got one. Um, I don't have something I regularly say unless people from my chat can have pull something that they remember, but I don't I don't know if I've got something. I don't I, Oh, bye bye. That's not. That's like. All right. <laughs> that's one. Bye bye. Okay. As one okay. word. I mean, that could be. That could be a cool word. Uh, uh, yeah, I like it. <clears throat> anyway. Say it in a sentence, please. I just saw that. Is right. mine the next one, or is yours the next one? I uh, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, it's like Sandman has another has has another question, and that that might be where we start wrapping up. Um, although Star Kitty has one more, so we got two questions left. Those will be the last two for the for the show tonight before we start to wrap up. Um, I'll let you take the the Sandman one there. Oh, when driving on the freeway, are you the one to pass people or let people pass you? Um. It depends. I mean, I'm in California, so uh, it's a little bit of both. Mm. You know, it's either I'm passing people or the maniacs passing me. So I'm somewhere right in the middle. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. If it's one of those damn lifted trucks with the uh, high beams, like always on at all times, I'll just let them go. Get it? Get out of my way! Get out of there! <laughs> yeah. Get out of there! Yep. All right. Last question. Here we go. Uh, Starkity asks, what's the best piece of advice you have ever been given? <sighs> ah, man. Depends on what your, what the subject is, I suppose. Uh, I mean, I've already reiterated some pieces of advice that I've gotten, uh, when it comes to you know, surface level things, streaming and, mm -hmm. you know, work or whatever. Um, I don't know if it's going to be, hmm. it's not going to be something generic of like, do what you love, like, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, you don't always get the chance to do that. And even if you do, he kind of ruins it anyway. Um, I'd say be, uh, be happy with less. Mm. is what i like mm. um it's good if you can get rid of trying to be the best trying to be the richest trying to be the fastest trying to be the smartest the best looking you can get rid of most of that 
and just aim for, you know, what works, um, what can satisfy, what just the basics that you want in life. Uh, for example, what I want is what I've always wanted was to live in uh, a place of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I lived with my parents and my girlfriend's parents for a long time. And we're now doing that as of last December. And so that goal has been met, but my only other goal at this point is, um, just make enough money to cover the bills and then have a little bit of fun money on the side, a little bit of savings. Don't really care about much else after that. You know? Yeah. That's, that's like general, like big thinking life, like general goals. Just want less. If you can want less, that's, I think it's really helpful. Great. Makes you a little bit happier. What a perfect answer to wrap up for tonight. That is fantastic, Teddy. It's been an honor and a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for, for being, for being here. And, uh, Druid, thank you for <laughs> reaching out to Teddy to be on the show. Yep. Thank you to thank you to Fate for having me giving me the opportunity to meet Teddy. That's right. You know. Shout oh, out thank, to all of the people. Thank you guys for having me on. This was yeah. a good time. I always like uh, you know, chat about stuff and meet new people. It's a good time. Thank you guys. Hell yeah, you're welcome. And uh, guys, everyone, please. Go support SOC Teddy, drop him follows in biddies and subs. And, uh, you know, we got to make Twitch a better place. And he's one of those people who does that. So thank you guys. Uh, thanks again. We appreciate you. All right. We're going to wrap up now. Um, ah, wow, Druid. We just... We just keep outdoing ourselves. Every every episode just makes my day. I look forward to Fridays, and Teddy was just another one of those folks. Yeah, you deserve to pat yourself. Like that's yeah, Teddy's a great great soul. And um, well, Jeff, you, you're right. <laughs> I like to brag about cool people, and Teddy's a very cool people. So yeah, he is, and that's that's exactly the kind of folk that we want to highlight in bandwidth and banter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of highlighting folks for Bandwidth and Banter, who do we have on, on the show for next week? Brotasai. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. We got another DYS, DYS crew That's, coming on next week. Yeah. He, he was one of the folks that quad rated you today on yes. your stream. So. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't wait. Super excited to uh, to talk to Brodesai and see what he's up to and see how he does his D and D stuff. So um, yes. guys, look forward to that. And uh, one last time, um, let's let's uh, support SOC Teddy. Send all your love his way. Uh, we're going to yes, be getting his too. video to him uh, at 10 a.m. next Friday, just like usual. Uh, if he wants to share it for folks who couldn't make it. Um, yeah. Thanks again for joining us tonight. I'll let you, uh, we're going to do the outro. You ready? Yes, we're going to do the outro. Okay. Uh, Thank you guys for coming to the show. Please drop a like, subscribe, and comment down below. If you're listening to the podcast. Please rate and review the episode. We are Bandwidth. And Banter. Thank you. And good night. Night, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.